Living Dead in Austin is brought to you by the Armadillo Podcasting Club. Did you know that three sitting members of Congress are actually armadillos? Yeah, you know which ones. It's the cool ones. (laughs) (laughs) For more armadillo-related facts, to find out how you can access episodes a day early, and to check out our other podcasts and some cool merchandise, visit us at armadillo.club. Sun's going down in Bontemps, Louisiana, and things are about to get weird. Hello there. You're listening to Living Dead in Austin. We're reading Charlene Harris's Silky Stackhouse novels. I'm Alice Sullivan. I'm Jeff Lake. And I'm Micah Sparkman. And today we're reading chapters 10 through the end of Deadlocked, book 12 in the Southern Vampire Mystery series. Previously, after another police interrogation, Sookie sets to solving the mystery, but you can tell she's not really that into it. She's like, Bill, go investigate something or whatever. <laughs> but the incompetence of the, both the police and the unva- vampire investigations make it pretty clear that Suki's going to have to sort this one out herself. Ugh, fine. Janelin is doing a speed run on topping Suki's to kill list, but a new contender enters the field when Eric's sort of fiance shows up to play. Who's going to get Suki'd first? We're taking bets behind Merlot's uh, after hours, so just uh, stop on by. <laughs> also, things are heating up for the Fae. With Claude on a business trip, they are getting bored. And, well, Suki has shown us what happens when Fae get bored. <laughs> so the irons are in the fire and ready to boil or whatever. I foresee a bloodbath on the horizon. Yeah, seems likely. Mm-hmm. Chapter 10. She's driving and gets into a car accident to avoid hitting Bellinos and Gift, who are chasing a deer. Okay. Yeah. The deer has an excuse. It's a deer. These people understand roads. <laughs> you would think so. I mean, they're, they're, they're just getting into the moment. You're, they're, they're having a good time. They're having a romp, you know? You know, they're not too fey to be a little bit responsible around motor vehicles, right? Just take a look. <laughs> a <little> <laughs> uh, at least when they, dri- they, they drive her off the road, they do help her get out of the car. That's nice. So, you know. For a second there, I thought they were going to eat her. I, she I, thought they were too. Yeah. you you got to wonder. I mean... We've seen how Bellinos is. The thought probably crossed his mind at some point, right? Yeah, right. He was probably like, yeah, 55-45, I'll help her. Yeah. yeah. I love how Sookie, who chains fights like meth dealers <laughs> and regularly has sex with supernatural creatures, is freaked out by these guys. Yeah. yeah. Everyone seems freaked out by Bellinos, you know? Like, I remember that time when Bill comes by and he's like, you need to watch out for that guy. <laughs> <laughs> And Sookie, it gets even hairier when Sookie accidentally reveals that she can see their true form, which they were not aware of. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and Gift has, like, double eyelashes, and, like, she's got teeth that fold up against yeah, her so mouth. Like, like cobra, yeah. 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 Yeah, they, they, they talk, it's kind of a weird exchange. They're talking about, like, sides and powerful magic that they can feel emanating off of Sookie. So, I mean, clearly they can sense... The Cluviel door. Yeah. Yeah. Bellinos refers to Sookie's gift, which has got to be the Cluviel door. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they, I, I'm not sure they know about what it is exactly, but mm-hmm. yeah, they can definitely tell there's something on her. There's something magical going on there. Yeah. yeah and they ask if they can hunt again tomorrow. Uh, Sookie ponders what would happen if these rogue fae opened the portal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. Considering it's literally in her backyard. <laughs> I'm telling you. Fair BNB or was it Fair BNB? <laughs> fair, fair. Oh, there's got to be a better name. Come on, Jeff, you're good at this. Well, you had one the, the it was Fair BNB or it was a Home of Fay or something like that. Yeah, yeah. The, that's I good. mean, Sookie's got this house. It's right on this thoroughfare. 
and you know, fair, fairies like to hang out there. Man, mm-hmm. she could be making bank. Yeah, she, she could. could. She's got a whole bunch of bedrooms. Especially now that uh, Dermot's been renovating the yeah. upstairs, you know. Yeah, that's motel right. pixie. <laughs> Mo- motel pixie. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Uh, but so she goes back home, and Eric reports that Colton has been injured and taken. And this is especially concerning because Colton was there that night and saw what happened to VMADS. You know, I, I have a feeling this guy was going to get into it sooner or later. Uh, from the moment he helped Sookie, he had a timer ticking over his head, right? Yeah. Like, no good deed goes unpunished he's just here. screwed forever. Yep. So now he's been abducted. Yeah. And let's see, Sookie goes into work and she steals Janelin's coat from work so that the vampires can track her. Sookie just can't help stirring the pot, right? I was never like, like, like make a list of people that want to kill me. Right. And I'm going to like, while I'm planning how to heist this, uh, this one, the one guy's witness away from him, I'm also going to just steal Janelin's coat (laughs) (laughs) and put it in my locker. You know, like this could have gone really bad. Right. Like what, what does she think is going to happen? Right. Like the Janelin's going to notice her coat is missing. Who else was there, right? Uh-huh. Plus, so, she can, she's got a good sense of smell. She's going right? to smell it in Sookie's locker. <laughs> yeah. Right? This, yeah. I, I mean, this is a terrible idea. Yeah. It is. Uh, she, after work, she gets a visit. It is Donald Calloway from Splendid. And he can't come into the house until Sookie invites him in. Uh-huh. Yeah. Come this, on, This guy Sookie. is so shady, right? Like, from the moment, she takes a look at his brain and finds, like, all this bad news and she, he knows about the Cluviel door and he's been in touch with various people and she's like this is a bad guy I'm gonna invite him inside yeah, yeah. I better take him to the kitchen yeah. <laughs> that, like I mean she's not wrong yeah. when, she, when she invited him inside I was like that was the moment I knew this this guy was dead so she takes him to the murder room sorry <laughs> the kitchen and gets him talking right like how many people have died in this kitchen like a lot a lot yeah like Quite a few. Yeah, of various species, right? So I, I liked how we've, we've seen Sookie Stackhouse versus a vampire several times. Uh-huh. Stackhouse versus a werewolf, Sookie Stackhouse versus a fairy, versus a maenad. Uh-huh. Uh, and now we see Sookie Stackhouse versus an antique stealer. <laughs> this guy didn't have a chance. This no. guy did not stand a chance. No, no. Like, it did not work well. Yeah. Uh, he lies a whole bunch and he tries to get Sookie to sell him the Cluvial door for a pins and like that pissed me off. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I yeah. might be able to get you a whole thousand dollars for any like super patronizing. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's about to attack or according to Sookie, he was about to attack her. <laughs> right, right. And he throws and she throws boiling water in his face. Uh, and then Mr. <laughs> Cataliades shows up kind of out of nowhere, and kills him because he's been, quote, looking for a chance to shut his mouth forever. Uh-huh. All so, right. So, like, technically, Sookie didn't do this one. Technically, That's right? True. Yeah. She almost only horribly maimed him with boiling water in the face. Yeah, this guy came into her house, like, admittedly to try and rob her. Like, he's not a good guy, but he gets got boiling water thrown in his face and then killed by a demon. A yep. literal demon. Yeah. yeah, she didn't call the police. Nope. Sookie decided she was just going to take care of this in-house. In <laughs> yeah. Literally. Uh, and yeah, so that's that's uh, one less antique stealer. His partner probably knows he was there. Right? Well, they, Maybe they, they not. solved that though, right? Did they? Well, yeah, they, eventually they send De- Deantha off to the, the airport. Floor. Well, yeah. <laughs> so, so his partner, he, he tells his partner, I'm going to go to Sookie's and ask about this thing or whatever. Or, or you know, whatever. I don't think he me. is, though. You don't think he told his partner that he's going to Sookie's? Yeah, no. probably not. Yeah. Okay. Because he's been okay. really underhand about everything, and if he's going to go rob her, 
we've got no idea that the partner is also in on it because otherwise I think she would have gone because a woman would be less suspicious that is true uh, and intimidating she'll probably die next book yeah probably it doesn't it doesn't matter now you know for for now uh, loose ends tied off right yeah but Mr. Catali is in her talk but you're right yeah Diantha assumes uh, Donald's looks and then she like drives his car to the airport and makes sure she's seen and then yeah yeah gets out at the airport and says i'm just gonna give up my entire life and fly away to a random destination uh-huh. yeah. but, but then is witnessed at the police station after that yeah i don't know <laughs> it's just confusing. it's a weird plan yeah uh, but I I do uh, want to talk about the the conversation they have. Yes, right? we need to talk about this. Yeah, what did, what did you think? Uh, well, it was indeed hellhounds uh-huh. that had been pursuing him. He said he wasn't sure what he did to offend their master. Yeah, who is their master? A That's, devil, right? Very, I would devil. assume. Yeah, a devil, a devil. Uh, but he and Diantha managed to kill the hellhounds, so that's impressive. Yeah. He also mentioned that he too has a sponsor. Like he's yeah. Sookie's sponsor, but he has a sponsor. That was surprising to me. Named Bertine, and I guess we're gonna meet Bertine because uh, he he kind of alludes to that. Yeah, and he mentioned that she was actually the one who told Donald Cal- uh, Donald Kathleen about the Cluviel door. Which, I mean, you know, she didn't know that they actually existed anymore, so I guess it was probably like, she figured it was dead information, but... Sure, it was, it was, it was a little clumsy, but whatever. Yeah. yeah. Also, she's a demon. She, yeah, she probably evil. doesn't give a she shit, right? She does evil right? things, right? She's like, hey, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and hey, Barry Bellboy, the other, the only other telepath she knows besides Hunter, is Mr. C's great-great-grandson. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, she how about that? Suki also realizes that Mr. Catalides can read her mind... She Which didn't is know interesting. that before? I guess not. She's been hanging out with him no, a lot. That, that happened last time. Did talked. it? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I didn't know if she'd already known that or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he, he offers to teach her more about how to use her powers, which seems like a pretty useful offer. Yeah, oh, great. hell yeah. Yeah. It's the first time she's met somebody who actually knows what they're doing with, with her, the telepathy thing. Mm-hmm. When Dermot gets home, he tells... Sookie that he's put Bellinos in gift and time out uh, for nearly killing Sookie. Yeah. Yeah, so that's nice. <laughs> That'll teach him. Chapter 11. After watching a man horribly have his neck snapped in front of her, Sookie, eat some burgers and destroy some evidence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like yep. you do. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, Dermot has a date with a human. A human doctor. Yeah, Dr. Tonneson. Yeah. Who apparently likes real hotties because she also went out with J.B., Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like, I was thinking, it was like, they probably don't have a whole lot in common, Dermot and this doctor. But, you know, what do they need, right? Yeah, who knows? Yeah, right. They speak the, the language of love. Mm-hmm. Bill stops by and he smells Janeline's jacket and she is not the person who killed Kim, he says. He says, yeah. He's, he, that's not, he didn't recognize that smell there. Like, yeah. I... I wouldn't trust Bill to tell me that the sun was down if he was I, awake and telling me. I think Sookie gives Bill entirely too much credit. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he reports that Philippe is holding Colton at his casino, the Trifecta, because Palomino, the vampire, saw him. The trial vamp. So Bill and the others have a plan to rescue him, and they may find out about Warren as well. Yeah, he wants to get Sookie's help. And I, have, I was thinking about this, like, this is basically a date night, right? Bill knows... <laughs> Sookie better than most, so he's probably figured out what kind of stuff Sookie enjoys, right? Yeah. So 
he uh, he's taking her to a dan- on a dangerous mission. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's picked out a suspiciously sexy outfit for her to wear. Mm-hmm. I mean, like this is a this is clearly like a a, a ploy, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, she's bored, right? Like she helped kill Donald Calloway. That was like they got rid of the body. She did some burgers. He's just a human. That's like nothing for her. Like mm-hmm. she's got nothing else to do. She's finished her burger. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so they do a casino heist. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's a because they're holding the guy in a casino. Yeah. Yeah. The, the trifecta, which I think was the one that was opened by Victor, right? Philippe. Yeah. Or was it Philippe? Philippe owns it. Yeah. I don't know if Victor was the one who. I was. I was really hoping for more cleverness out of this casino heist. Uh-huh. There's really nothing to this. Yeah. yeah. It's like, Suki kind of looks like Palomino. And I guess she does. Yeah, does she? Kinda. Yeah. Ish. They, have blonde, they both have blonde hair and are similar build. Uh, and so then they're going to... So the plan is she's going to pretend to be Palomino, pretend to be delivering their food at the hotel room where this guy's being held. And then the reason she's doing that and not Palomino is so Palomino can have cover and be out on camera somewhere. Mm-hmm. Right. And then Bill runs in and kicks their asses. Right. Yeah. And then they walk out and go home. I mean, it's simple and it works. It does work, yeah. <laughs> uh, I do talk- wonder if there's a reason for her to look like Palomino, though, if Palomino's being witnessed on the floor, right? Because that the guards will open the door for Palomino. Oh, okay. Because she'd okay. been in there previously. I yeah, gotcha. She's okay. trusted or whatever. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. Uh, also, like, Bill wiped a lot of Colton's mind from the night V-Mads was killed, quote, because he was grieving about Audrina. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah that was pretty Bill was doing right? it to be nice. That, uh-huh. But wait, okay, so he, he's in love with this girl. Yeah. And then there's a night he can't remember, and she's dead. Uh-huh. Like, is that is that better? I, uh, I mean... Is that to help your grief? Maybe he maybe he planted the, the idea that Audrina... You know, left him because he's a bad person. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't know what I did. I don't know what I did, but she left. You know. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I, I I don't know. I don't know if that's a positive outcome for Colton. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, in the hall, Suki recognizes someone who's a member of the Long Tooth Pack, but they don't acknowledge each other. Yeah. To, do you, Do you think this is the? Do you, Do we know who this is? I don't. Is it? I don't think so. No, yeah. Yeah, it's a rando. Okay, I didn't know if it was important because they, you know, they mentioned it. I think they're just establishing that there is like a supernatural presence oh. there. I guess. Okay. Uh, Suki gets upset with the way one of the um, managers, I guess, is like treating her or something, but she thinks self now was not a time to start a class war. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So I, mean, I guess the heist is a lot easier when you can read people's minds. Yeah. Yeah. True. So, Cause, so cause the, some of those people, if they had rumbled that this was a, a heist operation going on, they would not have made it out of that. They'd elevator. just be dead, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, because there's a there's a vampire in there who would just kill them all. You'd kill them and stuff them in the, the that compartment. That yeah. Oh no, there was a tornado in this elevator. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, I guess the plan was that Suki distracts the guards, and that's it, right? Like that's that, it. That's that was all the whole she was there for. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't a very good plan. <laughs> Yeah, but it, it works. But it works, you know, miraculously. Yeah. Uh, so he has her attention, and one by one, Bill punches them in the head until they are, in quotes, unconscious, right? <laughs> because when you punch someone in the head, I don't think unconscious is always what happens yeah, to them, right? punch them in the head, and they fall down, and they don't get back up. Yeah, <laughs> whatever helps Sookie sleep at night, I guess. <laughs> From somebody with super strength. Yeah. They get to Bill's car, and there's three wares there. They found a body that they think is Warren. Mm-hmm. 
Hmm. Chapter 12, they want Sookie to go with them to identify the body while Bill drops Colton at the airport and they're going to meet at Al Seeds. Yeah, but he says, okay. Yeah, I, w- I was like, okay. You, Sookie, who's only met Warren like twice? Three times, maybe? Yeah. Like, she yeah. hasn't met... She's the one that they're going to call in to, to identify the body? Yeah, right? Okay. This and all felt We're right. all like, yeah, okay, yeah, sure. Like, like nobody... Th- like, this is a bad idea, right? She barely knows them. She's, like, had a hint that something sketchy is happening in Longtooth thanks to Mustafa, right? Bill is even just like, hey, why don't you just don't go with them, come with me. And so he's like, nah, I got this. <laughs> and really, she probably does, right? Like, oh, what? It's, it's only four werewolves. <laughs> I did not understand this at all, why she went with them. Like, werewolves, yes, they're scary, but, like, she had a vampire with her. Yeah. Who had just, like, killed four dudes by punching them in the head. It, yeah. yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense. It doesn't. This it, fell apart for me. Suki, like, her survival instincts are screaming, like, this is a bad idea. And then, like, she does it anyway. In fact, when she's in the car, after, she's, after they leave, she's like, you guys aren't really... Uh, here to have me identify Warren, and they're like, no, no. of course not. And she, yeah, she's this like, is really obvious. <laughs> Shall we begin? Yeah. Yeah. She, did, yeah. She, she figures out that they are all like bad guy criminal types. Yeah. And that they're gonna, they're here to over overthrow all seeds. So she's like, fair play, you know? Right, yeah. Yeah. I Get think along. she was bored. She was like, after everything I've done tonight, I'm like, I'm not hungry, so I don't want another burger, so I guess I'll just go with these guys. I'm bored. This level of danger in the casino turned out to be not high enough. Yeah, what? You're going to be driving Colton to the hospital? How boring is that? (laughs) Yeah, uh, these werewolves really should have done more research before Tate. Like, four was not enough, right? So, (laughs) you know, they're they're driving, and so he's just like, okay, it's go time, and she goes for the throat on the guy sitting next to her. And then uh, the uh, someone gets shot. So I mean, like it works out, right? Like, yeah. The, yeah. Mustafa shows up and shoots him. Yeah. Yeah. And brings her to El Seed. If Mustafa hadn't shown up, well, I guess Suki would have had to kill him all herself. <laughs> right. Yeah. It would have been fine. Yeah, she would have been fine. Yep. Well, this is actually what happens to Suki, right? She gets in trouble, and then one of the many people she's been in trouble with in the past shows up and kills whoever's messing with her. That's like her power, mm-hmm. right? What's his name? Calloway. I, I would argue with you, but yeah, that had happened like three hours before. Yeah, yeah, that's, that, that's yeah. the thing. So he's like, well, whatever happens, one of my friends will show up and kill him. Yeah. Maybe she has fairy luck or something. I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but one of the women in the car is an undercover agent for I'll see a woman named Candace. Yeah. So I, I remember during the drive, Sookie had noticed that she was trying to make it trying to decide to do something yeah so it seems she's like, pretty ambivalent it seems like if Mustafa hadn't shown up then Candace probably would have uh, helped her out yeah Alcide explains that he's been suspicious of Janelin he saw her meeting with those rogue werewolves that Alcide had turned down and then Candace told Alcide that Janelin was up to what she was up to which was recruiting to overthrow him it's funny because until Sookie had told Alcide that that was the moment when he was like, oh, maybe something's up. Chandlin was like super suspicious this entire the time, time, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, she's kind of terrible, but, uh, but Alcide has this blind spot. So yeah. mm-hmm. Sookie bringing it up to him is actually what caused him to actually you know, figure stuff out. Yeah. But Chandlin also met with Claude, which is yes. a weird pairing. That's, uh, that's not a good sign. Mm-hmm. But Palmino and Bill called Alcide after Sookie left, which was why Mustafa was able to find and rescue her. Right. And after some further conversation, they figure out they probably actually know where Warren is now mm-hmm. that they know that it's Janelin because yeah. they found they have a there's a property right 
yeah. house. Yeah. Her parents' farm or old farm. Yeah. So uh, they figure some stuff out that Janelin must have known Kim Rose since they both were werewolves from Shreveport, which is in a large place. And I guess they were both kind of of the same age. Yeah. So uh, Kim Rose was brought in by Janelin, but the plan was actually orchestrated by Claude. Yeah, she was hired by Claude to carry out this plot, and Janelin convinced Mustafa to let Kim into uh, Eric's house by saying that she, uh, Janelin, had Warren. And then, so Claude was the one who must have given the blood, the fairy blood, this is to a, Kim. Yeah, very convoluted plot. So Claude plot. told Janelin to tell Kim Rowe to go to Eric. And Claude gave Kim Rowe the blood to make her more tempting, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, and they, they yeah, by stealing Warren, they were able to get Mustafa to let her in, but also to call Suki and tell her to show up late so that Kim would have time to work with Juju on... Uh, Right. On Eric. What a plot. That was, that's a lot, right? Yes. Yeah. Yikes. Chapter 13. They arrive at the farm and Sookie catches a brain signature in the attic over the garage. It's Warren and he's dying, so Sookie calls Bill, asks him to donate blood because... And it, and it saves Warren's lives. I gotta say, going into this, I was like, oh, this is gonna be... There's no doubt this is gonna be a scene of horrific violence, right? Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. There, there's there's no one there. Secret house where yeah. she keeps prisoners and yeah yeah. It's fine. Warren's alone, alive. He's in bad shape, but yeah. I uh, mean, it sounded it sounded horrifying to me. He's being kept in a place without any AC or oh, like oh that's right water in Louisiana in the summer in like an attic. That oh. is true. That sounds awful. It sounded like torture. Yeah, yeah. And he he almost dies from it. You know, if, yeah. if they hadn't brought in one of uh, Suki's blood buddies, uh, <laughs> yeah, probably wouldn't have survived. Yeah. But they discuss Claude and realize that he must have been the one to curse Dermot. But we still don't understand why. Like, I, I was like, this is really confusing. Like, Claude, I mean, I, I get that fairy folks are like that in this series, where their, their motivations are difficult to suss, but like, this doesn't make a lot of sense, you know? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. They're trying to figure out why he would have tried to make trouble for Eric and, and in such a roundabout way. And Bill thinks that part of it is he's trying to stay in Sookie's good graces because he's trying to find the Cluvial door, which is why he was staying at her house in the first place. Yeah. So that part makes sense, that he wants to find the Cluvial door. Yes. Yes. The rest is very confusing. Yeah. yeah. And twisted. Um, Especially when you consider that they should be concerned about Sookie using the Cluvial door to try to keep Eric. Yeah. And by causing trouble for Eric, that... Would make not, her yeah. use the Cluvial door. Yeah. Right? yeah, I don't know. The, the, yeah, I, this whole th- time, Sookie's thinking to herself how she's, she still hasn't used it. And I was like, this is it. It's coming. She's going to like the cover scene where she's using the Cluvial mm-hmm. door to deliver a mail because she just wants to get out of her life, right? <laughs> Any minute now. Uh, but yeah, this, on the way back, Sookie enters what I assume is some kind of fugue state fantasy land where good things are happening for all of her friends and family. Then she asks Bill what his fantasy is. And gets the most obvious answer ever. Yeah. But, boning you. <laughs> no, no, but what else? No, that's really it. Just boning you. That's yeah. what I'd go for. Vampires are simple. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this... I think Sookie is, is like PTSD or something. This is kind of... There's some sort of like self-soothing fantasy, fantasizing behavior that she's yeah. having. Because mm-hmm. uh, this whole book, she's been thinking about like, well, nothing good ever happens. Another bad thing. I'm probably going to be dead soon. Everything sucks. Yeah. She's really... Not in a good place. No, you're right. No, you're absolutely she's right. Not. I remember that. I think it was in the last set of chapters where she said something like, "It was a, it was a good day, and that nothing bad happened, or something yeah, like that." Yeah, nothing you know? unpleasant was going on. Yeah. Uh, 
Speaking of that, chapter 14, she wakes up. It's her birthday. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, She is getting very... It is apparent to anybody reading that she's getting very close to using the cluvial door. She literally compares it to a gun. Yeah. What's the point of having an unloaded gun, you know? Perhaps a gun that might be used as a plot device or a, li- a literary device, you know? Something like, like Chekhov's Cluvial Door. Yeah, that must be it, right? This yeah, yeah. Easy. Yeah, she's like, what's the point of having this thing if I can't use it to merc the first bad guy who gives me some lip, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> the next person who crosses so he gets turned into a pile of blood or whatever her wish is. Yeah, a cheeseburger. She's hungry. <laughs> <laughs> she hasn't had another burger yet. Yep. Detective Amberselli shows up and has lots of questions about T-Rex, who's asked for Sookie's number, which seems suspicious. Yeah, it's funny, because the, mm-hmm. her, her, the police are visiting her, but not for any of the recent murders she's done since they found that body. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, <laughs> just for the old murder. These you know? police are not on top of this at all. No, no, they're no. like nine steps behind at this point. I, I did like that, you know, T-Rex, like T-Rex wants her number, and she's like, what? Like... Just a guy? Ew. <laughs> a like human? Like, what, what's monstrous and dark about him? Mm. I mean, like, she's read his mind a couple times and didn't find anything, you know, yeah, particularly just, just scary. Just a muscle guy. So. Yeah. Yeah, just a muscle guy. She stops by Tara's. Uh, JB was hired at Hooligans by Claude. And she thinks to herself, because she can't ever not... In terms about JB, quote, <laughs> He was lovely, not bright, never that. But lovely. <laughs> never. No, no. Never intelligent. Never, so never JB. This is the nicest man you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they don't really address it, but like, JB's lost his job, right? Like, th- he was making that extra money at the hooligans. Because yeah. he needed it for the kids. Yeah. yeah. He's got two newborns at home. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. It's, um, he's no- he notices things are weird there. And, you know, if JB's noticed it, it's probably something pretty wild, whatever yeah. it is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's like bl- blood drinking elves running across the ceiling or whatever. Oh, that's <laughs> strange. Yeah. Huh. I don't think that's part of the routine. Yeah. I didn't do that in my last job. <laughs> uh, so then, yeah, then Suki goes to meet a lawyer. Yeah, she goes to a lawyer's office to write a will. For someone that lives the life that Suki does, this feels way overdue, overdue. right? Overdue. She should have written that the day after she chain fought the those drainers. The rat, rat, rat yeah. trees. Rat, rat like, I'm going to go on a date with that vampire, but first, let's get my will in order. <laughs> yeah. She should have. Yeah. Or after fucking Grand bit it, mm, like, yeah. ten minutes into the series <laughs> and left her the house. Or the first time that she was hospitalized. Yeah. Or the seventh time that she was hospitalized. <laughs> Any of those times would have been a good time to be like, maybe I should, maybe I should have my affairs at her just in case. You never know. Yep. Yep. Quinn calls her to wish her a happy birthday, and he's going to be a father to a little tiger cub. Yeah, yeah that's that's a nice a nice call. I mean, he, he definitely wants to, you know, come back and get in Suki's bed. At <laughs> least, hey, he called her. He didn't just show up in her bed. That's true. <laughs> this well, is like wins. this is like three <laughs> steps up from what she's used to, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's funny though. You know, he's about to be a dad, and apparently his his partner is planning on going into hiding when the baby is born until the baby is strong enough. Has <laughs> like. In case Quinn sees it as a threat. Uh, uh, yeah. Fucking wears, man. I'm telling you. This woman, Tijgerin. Yeah, that is an interesting name. Yeah. yeah. Is very traditional. Yeah. Uh, cool. I mean, you know, I I do think uh, I do think it's sweet. No one else called Sookie on her birthday. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Quinn, when he learns that Sookie is spending her birthday drawing up a will, which is, again, just good common sense for Sookie, he's at least, hey, do you need me to come down? And she's like... No, no, no. This is just like, 
a secret fairy werewolf plot to overthrow local government. I've done like four of these. I'm good. <laughs> uh, we like Quinn, right? I I I have always liked Quinn. I I was disappointed in how he behaved in the at the end of the. What did he do? I've even forgotten what he did. Uh, he just he he ghosted her after the. Um, was that what it was? I thought it was something. No, it was something to do with his sister, right? Like didn't well, didn't he? Because he, had to, he, had, he to go, had to sort all that shit out with his yeah. sister and his mother, and so he oh, just oh, that's right. Sookie was like completely broke off all contact. With no, no, no. She, I remember now. He, she was like, "Hey, Quinn, uh, you're gonna put you're gonna always prioritize your family over yeah. me," and and he was like. I mean, they need me, and she was like, "I'm sorry, I can't be with anyone who won't put me first. Which, and you know, I get, I get that sentiment, sure. but that, I think that's where that was it, right? Well, no, that, but yes, that was what she decided. She's the one who broke up with him, but he first like did not get in contact with her for a very long time. Oh, yeah. that is which true. She was upset about. Yeah. After the the hotel fell on them. That's right. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. After which, Sookie did not write up a will. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> That's true. But I guess I guess he is the best of them, right? The best of the Sookie boys. Well, if we like Quinn and we're interested in uh, any offspring he may have, maybe we need to read the Midnight Texas series. Okay, yeah, <laughs> sounds good. I see. Yeah, I'm you an angle in your questioning. I was. You I know, was. I I'm very curious. Yeah. But after that, it's kind of nice-ish phone call. Sam calls her up and needs her to stop by the bar. He tells her, "You pretty much bought into the business." No. She bought into the business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Damn, like, so you literally have a lawyer. You just saw your lawyer. <laughs> like, th- she's she's feeling down because no one else has wished her a happy birthday. Mm-hmm. And when Sam calls in a turn to deal with some work shit, he is so lucky this Sookie, right? Because if this were me, I would have told Sam to bite my back and quit, right? <laughs> <laughs> and this whole plan would have fallen apart. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what? come in ever again, you will say no more words. Yes. <laughs> It is my birthday. I am not coming in. Good day. <laughs> yeah. But uh, she shows up and it's a surprise party. Yeah. That's sweet. That is pretty sweet. There's a whole cast of secondary and tertiary characters with with presents, you know, ranging from car wash coupons to a knife sharper. And I think we know which one of these Sookie's <laughs> going to be making more use of. <laughs> uh, and, and Sam hands her a heavy envelope, yeah. which I was like, is this like maybe newspaper clippings of mysterious disappearances of some of Sookie's enemies? Because... That's what Sookie's into, right? Yeah. yeah. You want to get her birthday, disappear some of her enemies. Put them up in her, her scrapbook. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was just a like an envelope full of money or something like I that. I kind of thought the same thing. I was Sookie like, does like money. She, I mean, you know, she, he could start paying back some of the money that she loaned him. <laughs> but whatever. Yeah, it's fine. She's probably got ridiculous hospital bills. Mm, yeah, that's true. That's yeah. right. But yeah, from there, the day kind of picks up. You know, she was having a bad start to her birthday, but she does some visiting with friends and, uh, you know, having lunch and dinner right. with various, like... It actually goes really through. good. She has yeah. a nice birthday. And when she gets home, she finds her vampire friends are waiting for her. Yeah, Pam, Eric, and Bill are there. Uh, it, and, yeah. It's a very vampire exchange. It's, it's pretty it cute. Is. Yeah. Eric says Philippe will punish him and Sookie if Eric turns down Freda. Uh, but she could stop it if she chose. And he, so Sookie finally realizes that he knows about the Cluvial door. Yep. Yeah. Eric, Eric doesn't handle this well, you know? Mm-hmm. He's like, I, I'm in a contract, I'm held, there's nothing I can do. If I there, there was something you could do, wink, yeah. wink, nudge, nudge, right? And it's like, okay. It takes her too long to figure that one yeah, out. Yeah, this is clearly what he's talking about, the Cluvial door, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm starting to get the idea that this is like I, the worst kept secret in northern Louisiana. I thought he was telling her to kill Freda. I, I mean, that would make sense too, right? Like, that's an option. You'd, mm-hmm. Okay. 
Suki has already killed an ancient vampire before, right? Yes, definitely. Lorena or whatever, right? Oh, Lorena, yes. Well, she killed Lorena. She, she killed the Roman guy, Okella. No, she didn't kill him. I think that was... Wasn't that Dermot? Somebody remember. else, because I remember he saved her. He mentally told her to move, and he took the sword oh, that was coming for her. That's right, that's right. It was that It was that fairy who died really was fast. It, it was Murray. It was Murray? Murray, yeah. Murray the fairy. Yeah, I think it was oh, Murray, Murray the fairy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but eventually she figures out he's talking about the Cluvial door. But, like, yeah, I, I think this is pretty bullshit. Like, it is. Uh, on the one hand, I do kind of get... I get what Eric's concerned about because, you know, he's a vampire businessman and this person has the ability to take away all of his stuff. But, like, so what, right? He's a vampire. He lives forever. He could probably make more money. Yeah. yeah. But, he's yeah. trying to not have any responsibility in what happens. Yeah, dude, vampire politics suck, right? Yeah, yeah, Agreed. The point of being a vampire is to be free from constraints of death and scarcity. Mm-hmm. But also, like, territorial stuff and, like, yeah. having to pay money to kings. I that gotta do my job. For forever. Yeah. Literally forever. Yeah, yeah, it seems like the only way you really win is by being a king. So you got to kill a king. So I was a little gratified here. This is this is what I thought Eric was like the whole time. Yeah, right? like he he would he was going to choose his angle over Suki Stackhouse, right? Yeah, absolutely. He, and he, like, and I, I, I do believe I, he I do believe that he loves her, but I also believe that he loves money more. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, another thing I thought was that he wanted her to become a vampire so that the, they could legally. I don't know. So their marriage would be, would preclude the the Freda marriage. Mm-hmm. I, I I do wonder. So if she is a Cluvial door, what is he hoping she's going to wish for? Right? Is he hoping that she's? I wish going... Freda's head gets stuck up her butt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she can't drink blood. And she dies. You know. <laughs> yeah. uh, I wish that Eric was king of Louisiana. I wish you know. There's a lot of things that she could just be like. I wish Eric would choose me over Freda, and then I guess. Yeah, right. <laughs> Everything goes anyway, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's 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 a it's a weird situation. It is. Chapter 15. Hey, Claude is back and super sketchy. Yeah. He isn't in contact with Niall because Niall thinks he cursed Dermot. No shit. Yeah. Yeah, this this conversation is real is is like it's it's pretty scary actually. Like it Claude is. is usually relatively human-ish in the way he talks, but not here. He's mm. just like He's very direct. He seems weirdly confrontational, you know? Yeah, he's usually kind of a figure of fun because he's such an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like... Into himself. She's like... He's like pushing her about what she thinks about him, about her bizarre lack of wanting to bang him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like some red flags here, you know? Her, her gay cousin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right? <laughs> he's like, but sometimes I, I sleep with women. I could sleep with you. <laughs> I can pretend you're a dude. Cool, that's, that's real hot, man. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. What I'm really into is, got, is a gay man pretending I'm a dude just yeah. so he can pity bang me, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, and when Dermot comes down, he's mean to Dermot, too. So he is. The gloves come off real fast. Yep, but Dermot attacks Claude, and then other Fae from Hooligans show up, and they subdue Claude. He's been yeah. trying to get them to rebel against Niall. Mm-hmm. Right. And they're like, screw that. Mm-hmm. For you? Yeah, come on, Claude. Yeah. They're, they're having, they have a good time with it, though. You can tell the fair, the fair are having fun. Yeah. yeah. This is a real fun beatdown. Even Claude seems to be having kind of a good time <laughs> in this beatdown. This is what the fair are into, you know? Yeah. One of them takes off her bras and stuffs it in his mouth. <laughs> it's pretty funny. That was an odd detail. Yeah. They're very fairy, yeah. 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 Yeah, definitely. Yep. But Claude's the one who bl- broke into Splendid. Dermot tells them that Claude has been looking for a fairy object from Sookie's house, like, the whole time. And Sookie thinks pretty quickly and lies and says Mr. C took it, so thank God they believed her. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I would not have put 
uh, hopes on Sookie surviving that exchange. No, yeah. there are a lot of uh, rowdy fairy there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so he's been searching the house. He's the one who broke into the antique store, obviously. He enlisted Janlin to help with the Kimro plot just to piss Sookie off enough to make Niall show up. That yeah, was a really confusing angle. I don't know. Yeah, it was. But they so, worked. So it wasn't even about Eric at all. No, it was just to make Sookie angry enough for Niall to sense her, which he did. Because he suddenly shows up. Yeah, yeah. hey, there he is. Uh, he shows up in, like, full fairy mode, which I'm not sure she's seen him in that form very often, right? Not very like, often. Glowing and, like, hair flying and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So he teleports her to her bedroom to talk. Another guy going to her bedroom uninvited. Uh, huh? Yeah. He was probably confused. He was like, wait, I'm in the house. How did I get in here? I didn't go through the bedroom. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, come on. Let's go. Yeah, it's not rude of me. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I know you receive your visitors in the bedroom. Let's go there. Yeah. <laughs> I'd have been like, oh, we could have teleported to like a cafe in Paris or something. But no, right. it's okay. We'll go to my bedroom. That's cool. We'll yeah, it's fine. Yeah. I didn't want to walk up those stairs anyway. Yeah, the, the show already has that set built, so it doesn't cost anything. <laughs> True, yeah. right? <laughs> Uh, but apparently it was, cl- uh, it was, sorry, apparently it was Niall who told Eric about the Cluvial door, so Sookie would see how he acted about it. Yeah, it wasn't super clear to me. Yeah. The, the reasoning there. Uh, yeah, but he knows Sookie has it, but tells her to well, keep it hidden. Yeah, I mean, because it, 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 it's something that Eric would choose over Sookie, or it's something that... I think that's the yeah. revelation that Eric he was can't not for. be weird around power, I guess. Yeah, maybe that. I, guess. I think that's. He, he said something like that. Like, I wanted you to see how he would behave when he knew you had power. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I don't know. But he, it seems kind of redundant with this Freda thing coming along because Eric was doing that anyway. Yeah, yeah. it's true. Um, but yeah, he has opinions about Eric. He has opinions about Appius. And he has opinions about Pam. He loves Pam. Everyone loves Pam. Right? <laughs> yeah. He's like, no, Pam, right she's cool. That. He's yeah. right about everybody, actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And then he just takes all the Fae back to Fairy with him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, he also mentions that because of all of the people who have died mysteriously at Sookie's house, there's like blood in the ground that make it like a powerful place of magic now. Oh. <laughs> oh okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah. She's like, this is just what I need. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Remember that time that she hosed a fairy into her garden after? <laughs> <laughs> like spread it, it, it all around. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah. After that, they and she they they pack up all of the remaining Fay in America and take them home. Yep. Uh, so much for that fair B and B, home of Fay or whatever. Yep. Uh, I yeah. I mean, I guess that's the the, the all of the fairy plot lines simultaneously tied off yeah. forever, except. I feel like it was forever tied off before, so we'll see how that goes. And even Dermot goes, which is kind of sad. I was pretty sad about that, too. Like, yeah. You know, Sookie doesn't have that much family left. She's talked about how she was excited to have new family. Right. I hope you finished her attic renovation. Eh, she can always get Terry Buffler to finish it. That's true. Yeah. Chapter 16. Sookie opens her presents. Sam made her a one-third owner of Merlots. Okay. Okay. Hold on now. This is so, not a present. Yeah, so he gives her the share of the bar that she paid for with her money already, you know? I mean, it's fine. It's fine. It's, it's, okay. it's, it's you know fine. what? It's official. That's cool. It's a nice surprise. But it wasn't really much of a present, you know? Yeah. Uh, she gets perfume from Pam and a nice necklace from Bill. Yeah. And, and uh, from Eric, she gets betrayal. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> Birthday presents all around. Mm-hmm. She stops by Sam's place and tells him the whole story about Janelin. 
Uh, he's heard some of it, though. Yeah. When she shows up, you can see from his face that he's heard that Janelle's been after her. Uh, they share a good chuckle over the fact that this is the second woman he's dated who's tried to murder Sookie. <laughs> <laughs> Those scamps. I know, right? Yep. Alcide calls. He needs her and Sam to come by his farm, which is at Janelyn's request. Yeah, uh, this is another situation where you just... You should just tell Elsie to get fucked, right? But yeah, right. Whatever. She's probably bored. Like, it's been like 12 hours since anything, any weird shit went down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, what, I own a third of a bar now? Like, that's the only interesting <laughs> thing that's happened today? Yeah. Come on, let's Smooth get going. Yeah. yeah. Moment easy adrenaline. <laughs> <laughs> so they go they go to Elsie's and it's it's like a, it's kind of like a werewolf summer camp. They have like a yeah. pool. A they volleyball have volleyball like, court. Rec centers. Yeah, a little grill. Like, this is a pretty sweet setup. I was, I was expecting like, woods and animals to hunt and like you know i, I don't know yeah not, like a wild forest right not no a volleyball just, court yeah. yeah i mean i'm, I'm kind of into this right like I, okay do you think the volleyball court was sized for people or for wolves hit the ball with their noses Boop. maybe maybe there's two nets and if you're a human you have to go over the top and mm, you're right. over yeah, the bottom that'd be pretty cool mm-hmm. yeah yeah but th- uh, this is why Elsie stays as pack leader, right? Yeah. Like, his, his place is the, the party place. Right. Yeah. They're like, if we kill Elsie, we don't get to hang out here anymore, you know? Like, you have that friend in high school who's got, like, the nice house with really good snacks and, like, really nice parents who mm-hmm. are very permissive. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's the place to be. Oh, yeah. He tells all the wares that have gathered there that anyone can challenge him to be pack master. Yeah, he dials this up to 11. He's he like, does. no ceremony. You can fight me now yeah. after we execute these people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he accuses Janelin and the rogue wares. Yeah. And the, the rogue wares thing, I, this bothered me, right? He's like, okay, yes, you did all these horrible things, but you're rogues and this is what rogues do. So you're good, you know? I don't know. I, yeah. I don't know about the idea of letting these folks run off, but... Well, what else do you do, right? You, you kill, kill them all? Yes. You kill four people? I mean, they're I mean, evil and they abducted and were planning to rape and murder a friend of the pack. I mean, yeah, that's bad. That's true. But they didn't manage to rape and murder But they the failed friend. to do so. They failed to do so. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Just killing four people, that's a big deal, right? I mean, for, for, for you and me, but for Sookie? No. <laughs> for Alcide? Definitely not. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and it's... This this part just it made me uncomfortable. So Janelyn killed Kim, so she couldn't tell the police who hired her. Right. So that's our that's that Southern vampire mystery solved. Except they specifically Bill specifically said that it wasn't. He smelled the jacket and it wasn't Janelyn. Yeah, he did not smell Janelyn on the scene. Yeah. But he said, though I don't know how that's. Possible. I'm I'm confused. I read that a few times and I wasn't sure. But what was super what was very uncomfortable to me is she was forced to write out a confession and mail it to the Shreveport police. And then in front of everybody, she's forced to call detective Amberselli and confess, which clears Eric. But it just felt, it felt horrifying to mm-hmm. me. Like she's surrounded by all these people and she's been like taken, you know, right. prisoner. Uh-huh. And she's going to call, call the cops and make sure no one ever looks for her. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, I'm about to disappear, so don't look for me. It's yeah. Like, I don't think that's how it works. she's killed. Yeah. 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 Plus, you're right. I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's it's, it's horrifying. I, I'm not exactly sure why she goes along with it. Yeah. Some kind of werewolf honor thing or whatever. Yeah, I suppose so. I guess. Speaking of werewolf honor, apparently her sentence is to sword fight Mustafa. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, who's <laughs> naked, right? Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that is right. For some naked reason. sword fight. Yeah. He's naked, not her. Right, right. He is. 
Why? I believe <laughs> Sookie says he is, quote, magnificently nude. Yes. And then in the fight, probably, Elsie takes him aside and says, actually, we don't, we don't do that naked here. <laughs> we do our fights clothed. <laughs> He's like, can I do it naked? Stuff. I mean, I guess you can, but you, it's, you know, it's like, I'm going to do it naked. I'm fine. Uh, yeah, why did they have a were- a wolf fight? Why did yeah. they fight as wolves? I do not understand the werewolf legal system. I'd be to be perfectly honest. The sword thing are, is so- are swords associated with werewolves? No, no, I don't think I don't think we've ever seen a werewolf sword fight before this, right? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I don't, uh, I don't know. So they they fight each other in one to one combat. She calls him a racial slur. I think. Yeah, she does. Uh, yeah, and that's over the line. Yeah, and then <laughs> that's messed up. Yeah, so then they fight. Uh, but Janelyn, ever the sneaky snake, uh, maneuvers and actually tries to sword Alcide instead of Mustafa. I guess she figures if she kills him, then she's pack leader. I don't right. think that's how that works. It, but it, well, it might be actually. Yeah. But it happens. You're right. She challenge her. He said if somebody kills me, they can be pack masters. So. Oh, that's right. No take packs. <laughs> yeah, no take packsies. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. But she accidentally gets Sam instead, and while she's shocked at having killed her lover, uh, Mustafa beheads her. Yeah. So that's the end of Jamelin. Yep. You know, it's it's a, a kind of like a a fitting end considering she likes to smash people's heads, right? Yeah, it's true. Yeah. 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 She went out doing what she loved. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sam dies before he can be helped with any vampire blood. So Sookie uses the Cluvial door to resurrect him. Yeah. So she doesn't use it to, ch- to check her mail. Yeah. I'm confused <laughs> by the picture on the front of the book. I felt like I was lied to. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm really confused by this this cover art in that case, right? Yeah. Unless this is, maybe this is them at, okay, hold on. This is them at Alcide's house. Those are all Which the werewolves around there. werewolves there. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that envelope is the gift that Sam gave her oh, because she's like it. rubbing in his face. She's like, you gave me a piece of a bar. I gave you your life, you know? You know, yeah. I think maybe just in this one instance... It was not appropriate to judge this book by its cover. <laughs> this is literally the only time that's ever happened. <laughs> you got us, Charlene Harris. You yeah. got us. <laughs> and Eric leaves without a word. Yeah, I guess he's pissed off. Oh, yeah, Eric was there. Yeah. Yep. Why was and Eric there? He was there because I guess he was one of the, the, the injured parties by Janelin, right? I don't know. Uh, he was there so he could witness her using the Cluviel door not to help him. Right, okay. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But he's but he's mad about it. I don't think he has any right to be angry about this. It's true. Yep. He's but, just a jerk. Yeah. Sorry. Boo, Eric. Yeah. Yeah. And that and that kind of ends abruptly at that point, right? I think that that's... And then it's over. Yeah. 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 She brought Sam back to life. Yep. So... There's one book left, and like I feel like there's still a lot going on. Okay, the, the Fae are tied off. Every Fae in America has magically gone away and will right, not come yeah. back, theoretically. She doesn't have a vampire boyfriend anymore. Eric, well, I mean, it's not, not, in, not in those terms. It's not official, but probably, right? Like, yeah. I, I, mean, I think we can assume that Eric's yeah. done, though. Yeah. Uh, I really hope that we're not going back, coming back around to Bill, because I feel like there's been a lot of, like... Softening you know, him. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, oh, he really, really loves her. I think it's Sam City. You think it's Sam? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's been around the whole time. Uh, they have gotten awfully close. I think Quinn is probably the best of them, but Sam is like the second best. Not that he hasn't done shitty things, but he's second best. He's her boss. Her cre- well, I guess he's not her her boss anymore. Now right? they're partners. Oh yeah. shit! By making her his partner, he's like open open season. <laughs> and his girlfriend just died. 
Yeah, that's right. right. Yeah, again. And Sookie didn't even kill her this time. Uh, yeah, right? She, she was there. Yeah, she was she there. Kill her. But she didn't kill her. And she frowned. She, yeah. She didn't want her to die. Probably. Probably. Yeah. She probably... Should, well, she probably had that look, you know, like, that look she gets when she sees people <laughs> die. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> the boredom. <laughs> yeah, that's... This book was, I don't know, maybe the worst one? It was. I, I agree. It None of... It just didn't make sense. It was very disjointed. Yeah. 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 The plot didn't make sense. Suki never engaged with the, the southern vampire mystery at all, mm-hmm. right? Like, the, the, the woman died, and so he's like, don't care. And then the, the detective comes, like, who, who do you think did it? So he's like, don't know, don't care. Yeah. yeah. And then she finds out at the end who did it, like, not through any effort of her own or of Bill's. She finds out who did it because people just come tell her. Yeah. yeah. Like, the werewolves tell her about their part of the plot, and she's like, don't care. And Lyle shows up, and it's like, well, actually, here's, here's the last piece of the puzzle. And she's like, still don't still care. Don't care. <laughs> yeah. She's over the Southern Vampire Mysteries, gotta be honest. She's like, this is, I'm, I'm done. It's weird. And there was no investigation done by anybody, and the, and the mystery, when it was revealed, was convoluted and nonsensical. Yeah. It, it didn't, it, yeah, it really didn't... The, the various like threads of the the plot, not like the story plot, well maybe a little bit of story plot, mm-hmm. but the actual like the intrigue didn't make very much sense. It was yeah. hard to be the moderator for this one because there was an awful lot of especially at the end people just explaining things to her, but the explanations didn't make much sense. So yeah. it was hard to try to like write it out. And like yeah, the, the Sookie thing kind of the Sookie, the the fairy thing kind of resolved itself. She like the mystery, she wasn't really involved. It was just people that were around her, like this fairy conflict, and then they left. Yeah. Hmm. And the werewolf thing didn't really involve her. The the vampire thing kind of involved her, but she didn't really have any agency there. I don't know. It's odd. Yeah. I'm, I'm very curious. I know there's there's one book left, so I'm like, you know, I'm curious where it's going and, and how you wrap up a story like this, you yeah. know? We, we kept asking, like, why did she get in the car with those werewolves? Yeah. Because the story needed her to, right? I guess so, yeah. Yes. Why, why did Eric show up at that, that werewolf trial at the end? Because well, the story needed him to be there, to, to see the Clouville door thing. Yeah. yeah. I wonder I wonder if Charlene Harris is getting bored with these books. Yeah. And maybe I, wants to write something else, you know? The last book is, in my opinion, the worst book of the series by yeah. far. Oh, um, boy. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> Wait. At least they're short. Yeah. Uh, and I think that one, it, that one kind of makes even less sense. I think what happened is she was probably getting ready to like be done with it, but then True Blood took off and was like such a massive hit that her mm. publishers pushed her to squeeze a few more books out of it. Mm. Is what I think happened. That makes sense. That does make sense. Yeah. yeah. So it actually, does feel like the Robert Jordan books, which we also read. Uh, in that she kept introducing more and more characters because that's fun, mm-hmm. but there were just too many characters. There's too many characters, too many angles, too many factions. Yeah. For it to really make a tight story, because w- when they were good at the beginning, it'd be like, "There's Sookie, here's her vampire boyfriend." Uh, oh no, there's like a serial killer or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do they do? And there's like, you know, three characters. Yeah. yeah. It's tight. Yeah, you're you're right. The political intrigue is where it, where it sticks and just yeah, it's it's tr- it's tough. Yeah. So that's it for this week's episode. Next time we're going to be starting Dead Ever After, the 13th and final book in the Southern Vampire Mystery series. We'll be reading chapters 1 through 6. I am Alice Sullivan. That's Blue Bonnet Cafe on Instagram. 
I'm Jeff Lake. You can find me at jefflake.info. I'm Micah Sparkman. I still don't have one of those. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, please drop us a line at armadillo.club. We love hearing from you. Please share us with anybody you think will like us. Please give us good reviews wherever you got this. Please find out how you can give us your dollars at armadillo.club. Please like us in real life. We're just so likable. Until next time. Good, good night. night. Okay. okay.